I'm here at Lotto Land. Um, we've had to bring the studio to Lotto Land this, this week. It's a pleasure to have you here, Matty. Oh, pleasure to have you. It's a pleasure to be here, Matty. Thanks for having us. Having Not a back. problem, mate. Been very well. Been very well. Excited. Nice. Kick started uh, the season with us last week. Thank you very much. Now, one more sleep to the kickoff of the NRL season. Mm -hmm. Wednesday night, we're here. Um, just on the news, uh, shattered Jack Bird ACL. Not sure if the severity or the length of the injury. It's a season. This afternoon, yeah, season. Season's over there for Jack Bird. All right, um, what do you think of that for Jack Bird? I think it explains itself. Yeah, he's, he's had a bad luck, a bad run, hasn't he? Hasn't yep. seen, the, seen the park much, so it's, uh, it's unfortunate for him. I don't know how he's going he's gonna to have to come back again, but you know, he's, whether the Broncos are going to re-sign him, it's, his, his future's up in the air. That's probably his biggest worry at the moment, I guess. He's, his paycheck's going to shrink. Um, he's going to have to get back on the field and try and get a contract somewhere. Yep, true. Well, we'll have to start next year. Is this contract up at the end of the year, is it? I th I'm not entirely sure. I think he might have one more, maybe. Yeah, fair enough. He did do a big, big long-term deal when he went up there. But. Anyway, one man's treasure is another man's treasure. That's is right. that a poor lack of choice of words? Then? No, not really. Because that means Jermaine Osaka gets a. Will probably get the start there now for the Broncos. Do you think he'll start at fullback, on the wing, or in the centres? Well. Think he's more of a. I wouldn't put him in the centres, but we might differ on that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so you just chuck him straight to the back. I'd start, yeah, straight to the back, or, or what, what's the back line if they can shuffle? The back line. They got Oates playing the on the wing. On the With wing. Arthur's. Arthur's. So would you put? Would I think you, it's Jesse Arthur's. He played a game or two last year. Not a hundred there, but uh, yeah, I know a little bit about Jesse Arthur's. He's making an appearance somewhere. Somewhere for me this week. Too. Oh, is he on a draft squad? He's on a. He's not on a. That's draft public. Squad. Your draft squad's public. I don't understand why it matters whether I know what you got on your draft squad, bro. It's yeah. public. <laughs> but um, yeah. So Corey Oates, Katoni, Katoni Stags lining up the other centre. So you want to keep him there, Darius. You got Arthur. So yeah, I think it's a straight swap, really. Straight swap. Yeah. There you go. Straight swap. Put him in there, and he'll get his opportunity to try and make that number one. Jump his own. Is Jordan Kahu there or is he still coming back from injury? He must still be. Still coming back from injury. Would he get a start on the wing? Uh, looking at the wings, I don't know. Well, it, you're going to have to fight for that wing spot with Jesse Arthurs when he returns, I guess. That's actually right. And there's also that other uh, Xavier Coates. Yeah, so he was, na he was named on the extended bench this week. Just yeah. looking at it. So he's obviously on the, on the radar. That's a bit sad there for Jack Bird and his family and his and his fans and the Brisbane Broncos, of course. But uh, Jermaine Osaka, he'll get a chance to um, stake his claims here for the fullback position, the mighty Brisbane Broncos. Anyway, um, what else we got here? Uh, what have we got? We got the uh, topic of conversations, the captain's challenge. The captain's challenge. Yes, that's right. Captain's challenge is in play. Uh, there's been heaps of different options and talk, chats about whether um, this is good or bad. But I don't like the format of it. That's how I stand with it. I just don't think the format of it is good. What do you think of it? 
Um, I'd like to give it a round to see how it goes. Um, I didn't see it in the trial, so I don't know how how it worked exactly and how much time it takes off the clock and you know the delays yeah. and things. Um, there's only two challenges, right? One incorrect per team a game. One incorrect per team. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I suppose it'll be interesting to see. I know you're a big believer in it. You were. Well, I'm a believer over, in the form of it. In the form of it, yeah. In the form of it. I just reckon Jeff Tudor was saying some brilliant points. Well, if you give these things to the, they get well, there's one incorrect. Just I think the way that it is, I don't think it's shaped correctly because I feel they should just ref the game as it is with yep. no camera influence and allow the referee to, to make the calls. And if they get it wrong, it's then up to the players to um, challenge it. Challenge it, yeah. Right, and and only the time that they can really question whether they get it wrong is for a try. For a scoring situation, yeah. Only a try scoring situation. And if they get it wrong, they get it wrong. I'm sick of everyone making the biggest fuss and hoo-ha about whether the refs are getting it wrong live. Yeah. I think that's fine. It's when they get it wrong after that is yeah. when it's unacceptable. Yeah, that's right. So if you take, minimise the amount of time they use it, the refs, the video of Serene, and the main reason is due to the responsibility of the player because they run around the ball knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Are you joking? Yeah. Yeah. What's, so if they get, if say they get the, they get one challenge, they get it correct. Yeah. They just, they're restricted to two or... How, do you know the exact? No, you only you get one incorrect. So if it's correct, yep. you can keep going until you get one wrong. Because I, I I read on a you don't get punished for getting the decision right. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So but as soon as you get it wrong, you get no more chances. Yeah. Someone put I, I read a comment somewhere which it's it's a little bit silly, but you know it it can be correct a lot of the time. Yeah. Is from the from the opening whistle a lot of the time. I know some coaches are big on that start of the game. But you'll see maybe not the opening whistle the first half, but second half and, and kickoffs. They're offside? Offside. So are you gonna have a challenge from is is the the captain gonna stand, depending on his position, up up at the up on the forty meter line and, and look at that every time they do a kickoff and as soon as they see someone slightly offside, challenge it. Because it's gonna go to the you know, it's only gonna go to the bunker and all it takes is a foot in front. But that, that would actually, the argument to that would say, well, then they'll just start going behind the kicker then after someone gets done once. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. You're right there. So that's a good thing. Yeah, that is. That is a good thing. And it's almost, there's definitely many positives of having it. But I just don't think it needs to be so much emphasis on getting it wrong. Yeah. Or am I just being very hypocritical here? Oh, well, that's, at the end of the day, that's... So you're trying to get right. You don't. You don't want. You don't want the ref worrying about being being wrong. Which yeah. I suppose is why the challenge is, is is good in a way. Which if if they're not challenging it, well then they're they're not 100 sure themselves. And so that the the supporters are saying that even the team on the field at the time don't 100 know themselves whether it's worth challenging. Well then the, the supporters haven't got as much. You know what I mean? Yeah, Doesn't right to blow up because right the players didn't yeah. the players didn't feel like they were yeah. robbed as much. And then they, and then they can see that it's not just the, the three the two officials on the field, it's actually
the players around the, the players ball. around are seeing the same thing. Yeah. Not everyone's sitting at home. Yeah, yeah not everyone's exactly right. But if the players aren't really that messed up about it, us as fans can't be that messed up about it. You have a chance to challenge the call? Yeah. Stop crime. Which is which is an argument for this challenger. Yeah. Which I wasn't necessarily. Yeah, I just I just don't like it combined with the with the, the amount of times they go to the video ref. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's probably where I feel mostly about it. It's like, well, if they're gonna have a challenge, why are we going to the video ref? Why even have that as an option? Yeah. Just get rid of that, let the ref call it, and if they don't like it, they don't like it. But I just don't like it as the and the ref I think maybe in the last ten minutes of the game, then they're allowed to go for it. Yeah. You know, like I can understand we don't want it to cost the game on it, so go to the video. But just like sometimes it's just not necessary. Yeah. Genuinely not necessary. And they just want to back themselves up. What's next? Is it a super coach thing? Um yeah, we've got uh Super coach thing on there, yeah. We've also got uh, maybe we'll touch on first was all the the new halfbacks and the young halfbacks that are oh yeah making an appearance this year. Yeah, yeah. So a few halves to keep an eye out on the ship. Mm. Young halves, obviously, we're not going to talk about um, Mitchell Moses or Mitchell Pierce or Anthony Milford. Who are you thinking? Um, I'm, I mean, I. I don't know how I don't actually know his age, but I'm interested to see how the uh, the new English import goes. George Williams. Yeah, George Williams. A lot of talk about him. Um, he's coming. He, I think a lot of the English backs. We haven't had many halfbacks, but backline players haven't really haven't really cut it. You know, yeah. the, the the edge forwards and and front rowers sort of adapt pretty easily. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the style. I don't know how he's going to go. Interesting to see how he goes. Um, we got uh who else we got? We got Jerome Lua. I'd like to see how he if he if he grabs that number seven. six jersey. Yeah, number six spot, sorry. Because there's that Matt Burton there for the Panthers as well that's um breathing down his neck. Yeah, and also um, Tyrone May. Tyrone May. The one that I've really wanna know wanna do well this year, um, and there's a special mention obviously Dylan Brown, I would like him to do well, but Chanel Harris Tavita for the Warriors. Yeah. He's been given the starting spot this week, and it could be just a dummy play. But I, I don't know. I think it's going to be the way forward for the Warriors is to have him own that number six jersey. And the reason why I think he's someone to watch out for next year is because when he got his opportunities last year, he showed the balance of both aspects you want to half. Mm. He, he showed the, the flair... And the uh, flamboyant aspect of his game, where he does have a little bit of a spark to his game, but he didn't overplay his hand. He also had the the sort of first and second gear, which is more required. He didn't feel like he had to be the number one halfback there. They had Blake Green, yeah. who made that easy for him. But it was it just looked like he was a player that had a great balance of being able to do the ABCs of a half. But when the flair and the spark was required or needed, he showed glimpses of where that could definitely make opposition defences warrant. Yeah. That's what I like about him. Um, have, have you noticed much about Chanel Harris-Davidi yourself? Um, he's he, he's quite a, for his age and his experience, he's quite the pr- pretty mature player. Yes. Think, yeah. Yes, he doesn't really uh, look like he presses a little bit too hard. Eh? Yeah. He, uh, he, he seems to make the right decision. You know what I mean? He doesn't, as you say, overplay his hand too much. Um, yeah, and he's been given the first shot. It's interesting because Cody Nicarima plays for New Zealand, 
He's usually, oh, did he get picked at half-pack last year against Tomra? Uh, I don't know. Did he? Was he Probably should have checked that as well. Sorry, Zach. Not Zach. Oh, sorry, Zach is on it. Jack, more like it, actually. Jack told me off. He says you probably should figure out their names before you go talk about it. <laughs> that's all right. You know, sometimes it takes fucking up multiple times <laughs> to understand stop fucking up ever. Um, what else we got out there? But, geez, so he essentially he's got Cody McCroom to the bench, which is a big play because he is a test player. Um... I think that's to do with their starting who they've they've got starting this week in that uh Penrith player they saw that, Egan. Uh, Egan. Egan. But don't they have that Lawton? Lawton? Is he in, is he in He the, does, he is, he's in the seventeen. I wouldn't have a look because I've been keeping an eye on that guy too. He's one of those players that could have a breakout year that might even earn himself a gig in Australia. Isn't that the way isn't that how you play in the in the Warriors? In the Warriors. If yeah. you're an Aussie playing with the Warriors, you're usually unless you're at the back end of your career. Just getting that last final paycheck, you're usually over there playing for the Warriors, trying to earn yourself a gig back home in Australia. Would you agree? I'd agree, yeah. Blake Green could be the exception to the rule there, but actually, no, he's one of those older guys, so different, different, um, yeah, different scenario. Different yeah. scenario. He's getting that final, last little final paycheck. Good on Blake Green as well. He's really, he really, um, I remember when he first started, and he showed definitely. Bits where he was good enough for first grade, yep. but it looked like he lacked that consistency. And it took him going to overseas to realise, oh, hang on, just maybe a few steps back and I've got the right tempo. And then he came to play for Melbourne, yeah. Um, which made it, made, he tried to make everyone think, oh, that just is another example of how you just can fit into the system the there. System, yeah. But that don't, the thing for the defense for that is they don't just pick shit blokes or shit people like shit players like not drop kicks. Yeah, they don't pick up deadbeats. Like they were talking about how they created Cooper Cronk, made him into the halfback that he is. Right, he played Australian schoolboys. Mm. So from my memory, all the guys that were playing Australian schoolboys were footy players. Yeah, if they played for my club team, they'd be halfback, five eight, or hooker. Yeah, or the fullback. So I don't know how much they really turned him into a halfback, but he was already like better than everyone at foot, but better than most people at footy. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so he leaves Melbourne. Black Green, Black Green leaves Melbourne, goes to Manly, and everyone knew. Continues on. He's got it. Yeah. He's the halfback that was always supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, and that is at the Warriors. He could. I reckon he's going to really spark up a good combination with their. With Harris DeVita, but I just think they're going to come last as well. Is that dumb? How dumb do I sound? <laughs> uh, it's just a, it's just a spine. It's a brand new spine, isn't it? Really, when you when you think of it, you got your hooker, you got a new five eight, uh, you got you got RTS. Um, let's just see how everyone. everyone You're right. Goes. It is a brand new spine. Um, and as you, you you mentioned to me earlier, you got Fusatua playing in the centres now too. So they've shuffled the back line around. But oh, in saying that. I think you need really good wingers. You need a really good fullback. They've got both those. Yeah. You need quality halves. They've got Blake Green, which we've just said is a quality half. And we've just said that Chanel Harris Tavita, or I've just said that Chanel Harris Tavita is the half to look out for this year. And then the last thing you need is a good couple of forwards. Yeah. And surely they have a good couple of forwards, enough to complement all the rest of them to not come last. 
They've got a pretty decent pack. It's they've got Tohu Harris. In there. As much as I don't, not the biggest fan of Adam Blair, he always gets picked in good teams anyway. So he's obviously somewhat good. He's doing something right, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you got Papa Lee there as well. Yeah, he's played at thirteen. Uh, you got Young Lachlan Burr. He was alright. He sh- he's looked like one of those players trying to get, get him back in Australia. Yeah, well, they've got him st- starting front row. I don't know. If, is yeah. he starting front row? I, don't know. I do. I think he's a starting front row. I thought probably he's probably more suited to the bench, to be fair, but it, I don't know if there's anyone on the bench that gets start, gets a start ahead of him. Yeah. No, their bench is, is reasonably inexperienced, to be honest. Yeah. So. And that's where it comes down to. It's just the inexperience. When, like, I think that's the difference with the Wolfpack. Like, the Wolfpack has some players that are. Big names. The Wolfpack, I'm talking about in the Super League. Right. They've got some big names. But they've also got players that aren't up to Super League standard. And they get exposed later they get in the half. Exposed, yeah. They got flogged by Leeds the other night. The other day. I watched it. A bit of a touch-up from most games, except for the first two. I think yeah. Heard it, and, would... and so it just shows that, you know, there's if there's a player that's not up to it, chances are he's going to be the reason why they lose the game. Yeah. It's a, it, it really shows it doesn't matter how good your, your best player is, it's how good your worst player is. Yeah, you know, and it's worst playing is. Players, yeah, there's because, yeah, because they've got to get on there. And I, I think that was the biggest problem for the Roosters through that um, 14, 15, 16, 17 era. What was that? 14, 15, 16, 17. That four-year period where they were decent across the park, but once they got questioned on their, their 16... 15th, 16th, and 17th player in the roster. They weren't able to match the top other top teams, 16, 17 player in the roster. Yeah. They've, they've come a long way from there. They've definitely come a long way since there. Uh, Dylan Napa won in 2018. He's going to need a big season, especially after the news coming out of the, the dog kettle. We won't go too much into the news that's coming out of the dog kennel. I want to talk about the Bulldogs. Because if the Bulldogs are going good, rugby league's going good. <laughs> if the Bulldogs and the Dragons are going good, that's when rugby league's going good. That's what I reckon. Well, we might be waiting a long time for the Dragons, even though you seem to think different. Yeah. Yeah, I seem to be like one of the, seem to be one of the only ones. Their wingers aren't that good. They're very experienced back line. Uh, well, they're a little bit experienced, but you wouldn't say they're very striped players. Um, this is St. George, that is. What about the news of uh, they're chasing one of, uh, Moses one of my players, eh? Yeah, what do you reckon to that? How do you uh, feel about that, first of all? I, don't, I, don't, I can't see him leaving, even though if, if he was getting a lot more money, I don't know whether it would be in his best interest to leave. But the paycheck's always... The paycheck can get torn up very easily, you know? He slips back into his mindset how he was with these previous couple of clubs. Doesn't matter how much money you're on. Does it? Well, why can't he do something to that type of mind there he is on the amount of money he's getting now? Uh, I don't think uh, the coaching staff at the Dragons are quite up to Desi's standards. Oh, really? I agree with you with Desi's standards being uh, very high. Well, he definitely shows the ability to be able to... Like, it's like a horse whisperer in a way, isn't it? He has the ability to just get to the players that need to be get, gotten to. Yeah. yeah. He's not a one-size-fit-all type of coach. No. Which I think is a better type of coach. Gives you more opportunities. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't mean that people who are one size fits all type of coaches are bad. Obviously, they have definitely benefits, but you just can't be in, in any really fashion of the world 
to try and when you manage most when you manage more than two people really. Yeah. Which he does he does well though, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah. Um, I was just saying back to the back to the dogs. Yeah, get back couple to the of, dogs. Couple of changes, big changes. Um you know, shuffled a few things around. They, they still have a, they've got a solid team still, but you know. Who's their winners? Uh, they got Nick Maney and yeah. they got Christian Crichton. Yeah, he's not he's a first grade experience. Yeah, they both got experience. But you would have given the start to Jaden Ockenball. Right? Yep. Who's their centers? They got Roman Smith and Will Hopwater. Yep. Hopwater is class, isn't it? He is. What about Jamil's playing footy this year? He's playing on Friday night. Yeah. And and not that I ever knew him as a player coming up, but there's, then there's that Albert who's going to play shortly. He was in the first grade squad last year, got injured. Yeah. They're going to have four, three brothers playing, just like the Jennings. Yeah. How hectic is that? That's, yeah, yeah what? Three. And the Trebojevic. Trebojevic, yeah, I don't, yeah, another one there. You I don't reckon, reckon his brother, their brother's going to get a start this year in the squad? Depends on origin injuries. If he gets a run, I think it'll be around that time. But he's, he's still, he's 18. I think he's only just turned 18. So no, I think he's turning 19. Is he? This year, yeah. Yeah, well, he'll have a good run. Speaking, speaking of him and Manly, mate, I, I had a quick look at their Jersey flag side. Yep. Not a bad looking team. Is he in there? He's in there. Papuano in there? No, he's not in there. Is he not playing? Oh, he must be. How old is he? Who else is in there that you think is good? Uh, Josh Schuster, halfback. Get an eye on him. Is he Maldi looking? Yep. I think I've seen those video clips on. On uh, the Black and Yeah. Yeah. He's a. He's only. I think he's only eighteen as well. Oh yeah. He's, he's going to be a good player. But when do they? Get, when are they going to get their start? Like, are they going to get a start? At I don't know Manly? if they get a start at Manly, unless they they you know need a a five eight maybe next year or the year after. Yeah. He might work his way. Well, there's that that Walker. What's his name? Something Walker. One of the brothers. The Walker Brothers, how about them? They all played as well. Um, the Walker Brothers, for some reason I think his name's Shane, but I know it's not Shane because that's one of the brothers. That's one of the brothers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, again, the bloke at a bar talks all about that. Yeah. And um, he's at the Roosters. They reckon he's the best for his age group. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh? And I just think, well, when's he going to get a start? Like when Kiri finishes. But how are we going to keep him for that long? So you got Kiri, uh, you got Flanagan. You might, he might take, you know, how Flanagan's going to go. I reckon Flanagan's going to go good. He's another young half. He might not even go good this year. He only needs to go average this year. He doesn't have to do We don't have much. to win the cup this year. Everyone wants us to win that cup. Yeah. We don't have to win it this year. Like, if we win it, awesome. We go three in a row. Fucking bad. Great history, all that shit. That's obviously going to be good if that's what the Roosters do. But seriously, why does everyone expect the Roosters to win it this year? It's never, that you can't go do a three-peat. Mm. So you can do it. You couldn't do a two-pin. No, you could do a two-pin. No, you you could do a two-pin. I always, I always thought you could do it. I always thought you could do it. But you could never do a three-pin. Are you joking me? You can't do a three-pin. So what I mean by that is if they do it, awesome. Okay, I'm wrong. And you can do a three-pin. But if he doesn't win the comp this year, it doesn't mean he's had a bad season. Yeah. yeah. You know, if they don't make the top four, it doesn't mean he's had a bad season. Maybe the forwards might have been over the hill. Maybe they've reached their pinnacle. Yeah. Maybe they've been caught out. Maybe they know how to catch us down. Who knows? Maybe Kiri doesn't spark as well as he did. He, if he still has a decent year, he still has a decent year. That's the most important part for him. He doesn't need to worry about winning the comp for the Roosters to consider himself a Roosters player. Seriously. 
Not of all the expectations of the Roosters to go three peak. They can shut their mouths. Look at Manly, man. Look at Canberra. Look at Melbourne. They won't want to send Smith out of the loser. I think, I think Melbourne's biggest threat this year. They win the bottom prep. You reckon? Yeah. Yep. I said it. But like I said, I feel like they'll get swallowed up in the finals. Swallowed up, eh? Yeah. Yeah, come across that Manly with their full team, mate. So here we go. The thing is, Manly just have to defend how they defend. If they can defend how they defend, they'll beat them. And that's as simple as that. Their attack does what it does. One thing they've had for the last few years, even with no one can stop Daly Cherry Evans any days they ain't got to score a point against them. Yeah, those forwards on the back of those forwards. Anyway, enough about Manly, mate. We can't always talk about. Well, look at Canberra. They've got that George Williams, best halfback in England. Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit. I'm still. Everyone's got them, you know, around the top two, three. Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna be there. People are saying they've got a better team than last year. They don't have a better team. I don't think they do. But their team's not drastically worse to say that they. Then, like, if they perform like they performed last year, why not? And what gives you the reason why they can't perform like they did last year? The, Say the, it. The, the half and the centres. The centres? And Bateman's not there for the start. I don't know how long he's out, but you've uh, you got no Leilua. Uh, you've got no uh, Rapana. Uh, you've got no Leipana? Leipana, they're gone. Um, you know, if, if they were both out last year, they would have ridden if, them off. If they were both out last year, they got 12 under shorts on like that. With the center, got the pass away to a So it was just never to be for Canberra last Never to be. <laughs> it was always supposed to be a two-piece. Yep. Or a back-to-back. Now, obviously, a back-to-back is difficult, but I always believed that it could have been done. Like Melbourne almost did it in 1670. Um, they did. They almost did it in 1670. Yeah, they did. So they won 17, and they almost won 16. All they needed to do was one more pass, though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they would have done it. Boring. I think it's going to take him a few weeks but, to um, really clock up points. Really clock up points. So you've got Luai ahead of ahead of um, Williams. Williams. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why? Just based on our experience, really. Yeah. Um, and Williams will. I think Williams will do a little bit more. You've got Coolhead and Cleary. I think Luai is going to get a bit more of a free reign. Uh, look to break the line a little bit. Pop his head through. You know, use his footwork, all that sort of thing. Whereas I think Jordan Williams is not going to. Let's drop the script a little bit too. He's going to catch and pass, and he's not going to be used to the speed. I don't see too many try assists from him straight away. I think it's going to take him a while to adjust. Controversial. Got him in the squad because I think he's getting there. <laughs> see, you think he's getting there? So you got faith in his ability. Got faith in his just ability. think it's going to take a little while yeah. to get going, eh? Yeah. All right. Okay. I like it. Just I like where you're coming from, there. And I, I get what you're saying with Luai uh, being able to have that free reign a little bit more there. Yeah. Um, but I, I think similar with the Dylan Browns of the game and the uh, Harris Davidas is the young players. Yeah. But I think he's in the same mold as them in a the sense that he does know how to how to rein it in a little bit. Yeah. But out of those three players, Luai Brown and Harris Davida, or Samoan, mind you, mm-hmm. they all uh, he would be the one who would probably press the most. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. That's how I feel out of those three. I think. I'm not sure who's in this, like the front runner of who would be the best out of those three just yet, but definitely um, Jerome Luai feels as those three would be the one who'd look to probably willing to tap that accelerator first out yep. of the three of them. Yeah, and I yeah I think he'll, he he needs to get off to a good good start the season too. Yeah, I think he's got someone behind him. He's got a few behind him. Yeah, yeah. So I think and I think he will. I, th- I think he's, he's he handles the pressure. Not too bad from what I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Even I've seen him have a clip of him playing basketball and 
have no idea the quality of the opponent that he was playing against. But just the way that he was carrying himself, he's just one of those types of people. I think Josh Reynolds is another of those kinds of guys that was just good enough. I'm, I'm going to be competitive in anything that I play. Yeah. Any grade, any level that I'm at, I'm going to be competitive at it yeah. because I'm just good at what when I want to do things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and so I think you could be right there. Lua, I've got Lua on my side. I feel I think we will see the same things in terms of those types of players. So I'm excited to see if, um, you know, excited to see him play well. Yeah. And it's it's mad that those three are all Samoan. They might not necessarily play for Samoan, but that's even more reason to make these Pacific Island nations actually start giving them more credibility. Mm. Start giving the nations more credibility so that, it's not a second thought anymore. Now, Dylan Brown explained he's from New Zealand. He grew up in New Zealand. He wants to play. For, he probably play for New Zealand. Yeah, that's fine. That's completely understandable. But if you're Samoan now, you can play a team that's going to be competitive on the world stage. Can, you can commit to that. Yeah, because you guys are all in the same pool. Tonga have showed that. Yeah, and you'll have your you know your high times and your, your low times, and this is definitely a high time for Tonga. Yeah, but it's not a rare thing. Back in the day. We had this guy who played for the Wallabies. His name was Joe Offenbauer. Tongan. Jonah Lomu. Tongan. These Fijians that played for the All Blacks. Yeah. They've been the best for a long time. Now there's enough of you to play for these countries and be competitive. Yeah. They should do it. They should. And if you want to play for Australia, if you want to play for New Zealand, that's fine as well. That's perfectly fine. But... You can't. I don't think you should be chopping and changing. I reckon no, you want to lock it in, yeah. and then make that country as good as it can be. Yeah, both. And uh, yeah, I think if they get a Pacific Nations Cup, I like the, the slang term is the Blackfella Cup, and they play it on every autumn, every second year. They just have a Blackfella Cup at the end of the yeah. season. But they've got something going. It's, it's- I see it anyway. Because I don't want Brandon Smith missing out. How good is fucking. He's still going to have to wait, isn't he? And that's what makes him even better. He's willing to wait. He's not even kicking up a stink. He's he's like. He might be the third or the fourth hooker in the game. Understandable. Right? He might not even be like the second or the third. He might be fourth, fifth, or sixth. But he's not banging down going, this is bullshit, I want to play first grade, or I want to play fullback money, or I want to do centre money. Yeah. He's just going, all right, I'm just going to be stoked with what I've got here, because you're going to have success. And he's he's, gonna... Yeah, I think he's got a good head on his shoulders, and he's, he knows that he hasn't got long to go. I think he, he's maybe one more year. I don't think Smith will go around Do you think he's a hooker? Uh, I think he's... He, you want to, you're talking about the other week. Well, you just need, he just needs to be on the field. He can, he can play anywhere, anywhere in the middle there. Yeah. Uh, and roam around. He doesn't have to do the middle, middle job exactly. But yeah. he just pops up here, there, you know, just on the edge, roaming around there. He's just. If he wants to jump in a dummy half and take off, yeah. take off. Yeah. Like he's going to see. He knows who to follow. Like he, you know, you've got Bromwich running up, and you know he's going to get a quick play the ball in there. You know, 40 meters out from their own line. In his fourth tackle, well, he knows I'm going to follow him. I'm going to get a quick play ball, and I'm going to scoot, and I'm going to go. Is he better than Fanuka? Uh, Bromwich? No. Brandon Smith? Completely different players. Is he better than Fanuka? Uh, I'd probably pick him first, yeah. 
So Finucane starting at 13 mm-hmm. um, ahead of Smith, you wouldn't have that? You'd swap that I don't around? know if you get Smith at 13. Finucane can pretty much do the game. If Smith at 13, would he play the whole game at 13? But Finucane doesn't same... play the whole game. Yeah, but would he have the... Okay, take that back. Would he... Would he... Would uh, Brandon Smith have the same impact at 13 as he does popping up only for 40 minutes? Whereas at hooker, it's a bit different. If he could, if he could play the whole game, at hooker and still be Why? pop up and be explosive. I don't think Why? he could do that at 13. Why? I think he. So do you reckon? Do you reckon Smith does more work than Finucane? Uh... So essentially, that's what you say. If he can play the 80. Yep. He's going to be tackling as a nine in, as a nine for eighty minutes. Yep. And he's going to be going to every play of the ball. Yep. And you still want him to be that explosive nine that you expect him to be. I, I, I think don't think. Yeah, I he can do that. Why can he do that at nine? The third because he's taking more hit ups. More hit ups. Yeah, I just don't think at nine he can he can run when he wants. Yeah. He knows when to run. Well, we might have to cut it short there. Well, cut it anyway. It doesn't have to be short. And it's been a pleasure chatting to you. It's a wicked. It's a pleasure. As always.